we as MMO gamers are getting older. That we're it's not you know this this lower gener this younger generation. We're getting older, so the tab targeted button mashing is much easier for us old users sometimes. Uh, but but I think that this hybrid is gonna be is gonna be really effective, and I think it's it's one of the best parts of this game. Yes, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because you said lower generation. I was like, the younger generation. <laughs> yeah, younger. I meant younger, not lower. <laughs> not lower. You're down on the scale. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey man, I've said worse things. Hey, at least at least I'm not slow as you. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Oh no, Chad! Don't go away! Don't go away with this! Don't say beneath, not beneath. That's not what we meant. There, before him, it stood, large with a gray shine upon its skin, pale under the moonlight. As their eyes met. He was all the more focused. The years had taught him never to take your eyes off of your opponent. To the dedicated combatant, every movement is measured and every choice calculated. In combat, he knew there was no room for error as he charged forward, welcoming his fate. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Phoenix, a.k.a. Simorg, and I am joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Welcome again, Daedalus. Hey, everyone. And, of course, welcome back, Faisal. hey -o. And a new Pathfinder on the show today, it's Fane. Welcome in. Hey, hey, everybody. All right, so before we get too dug in today, got to give a big shout out to all of the Imperial Flames who are the supporters on Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, all the places. Also a big shout out to this podcast home, asheshq.com, where the community gathers all things theory crafting, discussion, and analysis. And uh, with that being said... We've got some stuff and things. I, I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm not going to lie. I uh, I posted some uh, imagery and a little bit of video, you know, some videos over the week on combat. And um, to be completely honest, yeah, to be completely honest, that video got a lot of feedback both on Reddit, on Facebook, um, here in this community's Discord, which is discord.gg forward slash some work. I know. Shout out to myself. Also, a shout out to Bartik, who brought over a most righteous raid from his community as the show started. Much love, friend. Um, so, if you'd like to show this podcast of love, give us a five-star um, review over on iTunes. If uh, you leave a comment, we'll read it on the show. However, we did get one. There was no comment, so I can't read it, but thank you for that. Also, if you'd like to call in, you can call us at one five three nine six six four six eight zero one. Nothing in the mailbag on the show today. So in typical Pathfinder fashion, Fane, you get to tell us your origin story, your Ashes origin story. How'd you find out about Ashes? What drew you in and what are you planning on doing while you're here? So everyone uh, kind of talks about this recent hype that's happened with the, with the Lazy Peon video. And I say, you know, my hype was all about that 2017 Lazy Peon video. Mm -hmm. That thing came out... I've been a big Lazy Peon fan. I saw that and I could not wait. I spent probably a couple hours after watching that video. I'm like, oh, I need to find everything out about this studio. Uh, I've been following this game since Kickstarter. We backed it way back then. Uh, it's it's such an amazing game. There's just nothing to not like about this. Being a big MMO guy, this is the game for me. I just knew instantly. Yeah, it's awesome, man. So, yeah. We've got a lot of stuff today like i just want to say i posted that video got some feedback i was like cool cool no nah, i was like super overwhelmed and um you know you know how many people have told me that that's like their story like peon drew them in in some way shape or form man it just goes to show you man that guy does a hell of a job uh covering the mmorpg uh 
you know, community in, in terms of the games and different things going on, and especially Ashes of Creation. Um, yo, and also a big shout out to everybody here in chat. I see that chat lit today, man. It's amazing to see you all here, man. All you beautiful people. Um, and with that being said, let's dig into some of the stuff and things. I have a lot of comments, a lot of which I'm actually going to read um, out loud. So I'm going to have to take a deep breath and try to power through them all. But uh, one specifically, and I think this is a good one to kind of like get us started today. Um, but obviously today, if you're not, if you didn't know <laughs> by, by the title of today's uh, show, Dedicated Combatants, this one's about combat. And uh, so actually last week we, we had talked a little bit about how the uh, seasons or the climate within Ashes of Creation can potentially impact combat and so one follow-up on that was from ask mitch on youtube said you know if that system speaking of the hybrid combat system if that is a system they go with at launch i think it would be optimal to switch back and you know forward between two while in combat uh using action combat system to use your best abilities and then use the tab target mode to look around and have a good look at how the battle's going assuming you're in a group uh mm-hmm. said so the ability to be able to still tab target while in action mode, kind of removes any reason to use the tab target mode. Unless maybe you're ranged and you want to click on your target. Um, gave some examples of uh, cool ideas around how the climate or com- um, the, the seasons could impact combat. Talking about, you know, like winter, maybe you get like some bonus to ice damage, bonus to like, you know, crushing weapons. Summer, you might get like bonus to fire damage or slicing weapons, going about, you know, elemental or magic based stuff versus like, more physical damage spring bonus damage uh, to nature and healing um, or increase the healing rather fall bonus to disease and dark spells can kind of imagine the system leading to meta imbalances though, and might be bad for the system. So before we get started talking about all the stuff and things, what do you all think about, you know, the ashes seasons being able to impact combat? I guess really Fane because Fane wasn't here last time. So I mean, I I love that idea. I think that that is exactly what they're going for. The seasons matter. Everything in this game is supposed to matter. Everything actually affects things. So when you're going in and it is winter, that kind of does make sense, right? The ice should be a little bit more powerful. Fire should be a little less effective. Yeah, I agree. Um, Could it lend a a meta? Sure. Um, But I mean, it's, it's one of those things we've got to actually get there and see. So... I pose the question to the community, y'all. <laughs> and more of our discussion is going to come after. Um, but yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to take a deep breath before I read through that stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I kind of want to test the water on something. Have you all heard any like really cool stories or just like been engaged in any really just good, fun conversations in the Ashes community in the past week? I like to kind of like put my feelers out there for stuff like this. And I haven't really done that in a while. Um, I guess for me, I think one of the, you know, bigger things that I was talking about, you know, with some folks last few weeks has been just crafting in general and how that would have like a huge like impact on the game if done right. And I've, you know, been like, I would say kind of a crafter by nature in a lot of games, it's always kind of been something I really like to do. I've never been really excited about the implementation. I've done it just to explore that in a game, but I, I'm really excited to see what Ashes of Creation does with crafting and making it matter. I think, you know, Fane made a great point, right? Mm-hmm. Everything in this game needs to matter. It's very player driven, having all these things, you know, out there. So having a crafter should matter and being able to deal with things just like you know the weather affecting combat maybe you're as a crafter having an option to play against that and the market turns depending on what materials you gathered so you're in a sense maybe preparing for the winter now you've got all these um, materials that might help improve your weapons with ice magic. So I just think that's a really cool thing. It's it's not all, only going to affect the adventuring classes, but also the crafting classes too. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm going to be honest, man. We got some takes in here that we're probably not going to agree with, um, <laughs> but they're they're really good notes because as we get to our discussion around combat, 
uh, and and I'm hoping we usually aim for an hour, friends. I'm I'm hoping we hit an hour and don't go beyond that for too much longer. Um, but <laughs> let's go with Reddit. <laughs> let's go to Reddit real quick here. I'm just gonna go through and I'm gonna rattle through the Reddit comments, take myself a nice big breath again, and and try to like truck on and get through them all. Because I said this episode was gonna be about showcasing a lot of the feedback and the words from the community. So I'm going to do that real quick. And to you all here in chat or you all listening later, I encourage you to also share like, you know, what do you agree with? What do you not agree with? That's the stuff I want to um, hear more about because, you know, these are, these conversations are conversations that the, you know, the devs really do pay attention to these types of discussions. Um, and they're very mindful about that as they, you know, make their own decisions with the game's development. And uh, combat is certainly a big, big element to an MMORPG and it's one that if it's not done right a lot of people may not want to play it may not be you know as engaged in different elements of content okay reddit <sighs> okay mizoru action combat's more fun with control over the skill and dependence on positioning Econite ESO has a good system with its soft targeting system good example in there you know it's a good example in their mind i uh actually have some stuff to say about that we'll get to that canut olito <laughs> just make it flow and feel modern with no preferences beyond that and then i put a note here a little lull incoming doomeran <laughs> comments what i put <laughs> deft no 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 hate though uh, if the game isn't somehow fun or engaging minute to minute then it's doomed all right, just tuck that one away. Pick Nick. More engaged with action combat makes killing mobs more fun. Uh, 90 Bubble. I prefer action, but both work as long as it flows well and is highly responsive. Gamer 88. Action. High pace and fluid movement. Um, hopping or hoping that tab target portion of the system uh, can still feel that way. Um, <laughs> too easy. For a game with lots of bugs, Wildstar had a great combat system. The use of utilizing skill hitboxes while being free to aim worked for melee, magic, and range uh, combat styles. Fate just has to feel fluid. There we go. Coming back to that word fluidity. Uh, Devafrog, mm -hmm. I would be happy with a copy of WoW's combat uh, system, tab target style, but I don't want to be locked into animations and delays as a result. Uh, Cryalia, uh, also referenced the fluidity of WoW's combat system, said it has a great movement animations that you don't realize until you play other games. Hutchie, I like Guild War 2's hybrid system. Uh, as it is fast and loose with its skills, most skills could be fired off at your target. Example, charge would run straight forward, but if you're targeted on someone, you would actually charge them instead. Um, so definitely hear a bit of that risk-reward element, like you make a bad choice, you don't land it. You just kind of, you know, stomp off into nowhere. <laughs> okay, second win, friends. Here we go. Facebook. Nathan said, I like both systems, eagerly awaiting how they'll be implemented together firsthand. Manuel said, reason he backed it was because Intrepid Studio aims to get rid of the old standard of tab targeting. Action combat is the way to go. Tab targeting is a crunch and needs to be laid to rest. Damn. Wendy, Damn. playing a cleric. No, right? That's like some hardcore right there. Uh, Wendy says, playing a cleric, I'm sure, to utilize 75% tab targeting for efficiency. My PvP alt will certainly focus 75% action combat simply because it's more fun to me. Jacob said it's the forced 75-25 to piggy off that state, piggyback off that statement. It's the forced 75-25 ratio that I find a lot of people are having difficulty with. It's the player's prerogative, how they will want to play. Don't put them in a play style they don't want. Put a flag on that. Dan says likes tab targeting as he has gotten older action shooter games just aren't his jam. He hopes they will go with tab target, as Steven said in the event. The hybrid system doesn't work with tab target. There just has to be no movement locks as they are. They can get boring. Almost there. Michael said places a high level of importance on fluidity and impactful combat. Wasik says hybrid system is okay, but it's something he thinks every new MMO leans toward prefers tab target for support and action for DPS references. Guild Wars two. There it is again, but maybe do better. 
Cynia resonated with the same uh, comment or sentiment there, but thinks the future should eliminate tab targeting altogether. Again, really? Last but not least, Scott references vulnerability in combat as a point. Put a flag on that. I know a whole lot right there. <laughs> this is that problem I have wow. being a man of my word. I got to like, if I say I'm going to include people and then I don't include enough people, <laughs> I feel guilty about it. It's really a problem I have, but people can't say I didn't, right? People can't say I didn't. I did. There it is. So I don't know. Overall, I guess before we kind of dig into some of the points I've created off of that, uh, was there anything that stood out to y'all that you really want to like argue, like talk about? piggyback off of i would say piggyback off of um it's it's been a minute since i played um wild star um and i would actually um now that i've heard that comment i wish it was still around so i could test it again mm -hmm. but i really enjoyed uh wild stars combat and i hardly ever play like a fully ranged class i mean i do you know dabble with you know mage off and on but generally, I've been more of a melee player. I really enjoyed the ranged combat um, in that game. Uh, the only thing that I would say just from a, uh, I don't want to say animation perspective, but from a telegraph perspective, the telegraphs were a little immersion breaking. But the actual style of the combat, I thought, was really fun. Um, and I would say I'm, I'm hoping they give us some options. I I don't know about locking us into 7525, but at least giving us some options to play around with what we can do with skills, I think would be good because it's going to, you know, it's going to give us options to experiment with. And plus the fact that, you know, it is going to be a risk versus reward. If you're really good at skill shot, you're probably going to tend to focus more in action. I'm okay with people being able to do that. Um, I, I still feel like I would like a mix. Um, Wild's combat for me, that's kind of just maybe, you know, kind of adding to that. I'm, I'm not necessarily saying it's my favorite, but I can understand where people are coming from with it because I've played other games that do tab target and WoW does tab target pretty well. Um, what kind of a mix of tab target, there's a, a little bit of action, I would say, in the sense where you can um, maybe play skills somewhere as opposed to like just, you know, fire and forget, but I would have to say, yeah, Wildstar, uh, a combination of WoW and Wildstar would probably be a good sweet spot for me. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say all good points, though. I think everybody really dug into this conversation. Good good feedback. Yeah, they did, for sure. What do you think about it? Um, oh, go on ahead, Faisal. Oh, go on ahead. I got my other questions, but... Okay. Um, I was I was just going to say, for the people who say tab targeting is like should die or should be replaced i don't think that's gonna be the case anytime soon for any mmorpg um because like tab targeting and action combat alone like for me at least and this is my opinion like um they miss an element and combining the two two together like resonates really well with with the vision that ashes of creation is trying to make um one of the one of the good uh mmos out there which is guild wars 2 when it comes to combat has a really nice combat between uh, both action combat and tab targeting however i see guild wars 2 as pve mostly not pvp for some reason it's just pv i didn't like the pvp that much in it so yeah uh, that's my opinion on it really <laughs> Yeah, and I've talked about the the ESO combat system myself. Like, I think there's elements of that that are very specific in a lot of ways. Not, you know, only to, but they're very specific to an Elder Scrolls game. For example, like first person, like transition to like maybe going third person and to what degree. The reticle, for example, with the eye on it um, and how that works with stealth. Um, even stealth on every character is very i mean that's very much an elder scrolls game like every character you've got has got like stealth um and so you know when i when i hear that my complaint about eso has always been you know i can put my reticle on something and then the issue i have with that is if i've tab targeted something behind like i'm talking like here's the target right and i'm talking there's like some critter just a little bit see this that's a that's a social bunny right there 
and that social bunny <laughs> isn't actually in it's not completely blocked it's actually just to the side right and i'm targeting big bad mofucka over here right and i'm attacking this homie way out here tab targeted and everything but this was just enough in my way to where i hit it instead or critter on the ground or something and i'm like look i am dead on sights on this thing number one number two and i'm tab targeted and it should uh, for sure be hitting that target back there and not this thing that's line of sighting that isn't actually line of sighting and that's like been my issue with that particular combat system for a long time uh but as a hybrid system, it works pretty good. It works pretty good. But there's also a lot about the combat system in that game specifically that doesn't work, right? And it's actually yeah. not that element, in my opinion. In my opinion, okay. Uh, but yeah, the tab targets dying thing needs to be laid to rest. Like, come on now. Uh, that's. Yeah. I find comments like that, and this is where I'm going to kind of call people out a little bit. I don't care. I have an opinion too. And you have your opinion and I have mine. And that's fine. They don't have to be the same. My my opinion isn't better or more right. <laughs> it's just mine. And my opinion is, is that it seems super entitled to think that it should only be the way that you think it should be and that there's not any room for flexibility. You know, it, it kind of has comments like that have this element of what I've talked about so much in the past of the entitled gamer mentality. And then you wonder I why mean, so many and then you wonder why so many people are actually like let down by modern MMOs. How much of that's because the game itself didn't deliver on its promise or vision versus what you believed you were going to get in your own mind or what you should be getting. Anyway, Faisal, what's your thought? That's what I mean. I can I can add to this like maybe because most of the modern games are action based combats, um like Fortnite, all these new games that are coming out, Sekiro, um, they're all action based. Well, when you try to transition to MMORPGs, it's a little bit harder because it's tab target, something new compared to uh, unless if you played RPGs, maybe, um, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, and I'm typing this too. I'm just going to say, it. I don't know why I'm like typing it. I can just say this out loud. I think being diplomatic about playstyles is important in a modern MMO. I don't think conforming directly to one set standard just because a lot of people do it is necessarily more better mm. or anything. Mo better, if you will. Yeah, and one thing that I think is really important about what the devs are trying to do with Ashes is they want you to be able to configure your gameplay the way you like to play, right? There's obviously, there's going to be choices and there's going to be risk and reward, but I do feel like leaning one way or the other in terms of overall game design is not going to be the way they're going to go. So if somebody's saying tab targeting is dead, well, I'm sorry, you're going to be disappointed because tab targeting is not dead and it's going to be in this MMO in some form. Um, if you choose to, you know, play as a full action player or a majority action player, that's the way you're mm -hmm. going to play. That's great, right? But if somebody's, you know, wanting to play differently, as long as it makes them happy, I mean, that's the important thing here, right? Is is mm -hmm. I agree with you. I think it's it's really entitled for people to think that their way is the only way. This game is is definitely going to bring in a lot of people's ideas, and some are going to be, you know, executed the way you know the vision needs to be executed, or some of it's going to change because, hey, this was our vision, it didn't work out so well, so we're going to change it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, I'm glad somebody in these comments brought up Wildstar. I will say, I think Wildstar is some of the best hands down combat in an MMO. I had a lot of fun in that game. That was a the combat was the the best part, unfortunately, and that's why we can't play Wildstar anymore. Oh, um, bad. Feels really bad, man. But I, I think that you know, as you go and you have this seventy five twenty five or whatever iteration it is, it's sort of the theme, and I think it's always the theme when it comes down to Ashes of Creation is risk versus reward. Uh, you can have your tab targeted ability; it's going to hit. How effective is that going to be? Let's compare that to a, a free targeted or, you know, quote unquote, skill shot ability. Is that going to be more impactful when you hit it? But you need to actually learn how to hit that shot, how to not, you know, pull the bunny. 
Yeah, you know, I've actually heard from a lot of people. I never got to play Wildstar. I never played it. It was mostly for me the the art style. And some people are like, "Oh, Sid, but you played World of Warcraft." I was already invested. All right, nostalgia bait. I can't. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, <laughs> I was a sucker <laughs> a little longer than I should have been. Okay, after, but that's another story. Another story. And if if you'd like to know my full rant on that, you can check out the Looking for More podcast on Thursdays, five PM CDT. That's right. That just happened. My um, point. Yeah. I can I can promote the other Why? podcasts we do, right? You know. Absolutely. But you know what? The, <laughs> the thing is though, is uh you know, I've seen a lot of people in chat too. Like, look, I I enjoy action combat. Don't get me wrong. I I was spanking people in APOC. I I can I can perform it. I'm not complaining about it and saying you know, because I sucked in that for some reason, maybe that's why I think tap target is better or something. I'm not saying that I'm saying that middle ground, that diplomatic, like some people in chat, like I read it BS kitty said, some people have been clickers for 20 years. Yep. So you don't want to isolate any, any overall, you don't want to isolate anybody who potentially could be really interested in the game. Um, and so, you know, with that being said, if you just go only action, that it's going to cater to a very specific demographic. If you only go tap, that'll mm-hmm. cater to a very specific demographic. But yeah, hybrid's kind of the, you know, it's a goalpost to where you're trying to give each of those player, you know, those those uh, play styles of the player base that you potentially are going to have. You're giving them some options so that they can maybe play a little more in one direction they prefer it versus the other. So, you know, it's that diplomatic take. And I I would really like to see them pull this off. I really, really would. Um, you know, from what I've experienced that I can talk about so far, I feel like I see the direction they're going. And I definitely feel like it will probably be a lot better than something like ESO. But it's clearly we, we're not there yet. I mean, it, alphas are going to really, really refine that. Um, man, if they can pull it off, though. I think it'll be really nice. Um, and I think either playstyle you have will probably, you'll probably enjoy it. Um, but that being said, what are some of our ideas around what a good combat system just is in general? Um, you know, what are some good or bad examples? We've already talked Wildstar as an example. The Elder Scrolls is an example. But for you all, in your experiences... You know what? What do you what do you think is a really good system? Anything that's mobile, I think, is good. Um, I I agree with some of the comments around animation locking. I mean, that's great for PVE. It's not so good for PvP. And this is coming from somebody that is terrible at PvP, right? So so trust me, <laughs> I, I do know that that's important. Having speed. You know, having you know, be able to get off, you know, those those spells. You don't want this complex animation that takes, you know, thirty seconds to cast, right? So, um, yeah, I would say those those are to me the biggest things. Is um, is definitely uh, those two, and probably one other. I would say, kind of to round out, kind of a top three here. I would say impact, being able to kind of see, you know, see the impact of what you're doing. I mean, some games have done that really well. And I think that makes it satisfying also for me. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I think that at the end of the day, combat is always going to be one of the most important things in any MMO when you do it, at the, because you are doing so much of it. Even if you don't want to PvP, even if you're not that into PvE, even if you want to go over here on your freehold and have a little tavern and just kind of sit over there, a certain amount of combat is going to need to be had. And because that is such a a major system if the combat feels good it will you'll have some sort of love for the game uh i know that you know it, to, to harken back to like we had mentioned Wildstar, the combat mm-hmm. felt great every i mean everything else was not super good but the combat felt excellent there's other games where the where the systems are amazing and the combat is just okay and those tend to fall off very quickly man any other thoughts? I I did this. I just want to understand one point about the animation uh, blocking. That is, like, 
Do you want all the spells to have short times instead of long times, or do you want to have a mix or a bag of mixed goods where so some of them have short uh, animation locking, so some of them have longer? I yeah. assume you would you would go for that basically. Yeah, good, good I, question. I because would... I don't assume you're going to use like this high skill magic fireball AOE that I can run while doing, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, I okay. Yes, definitely not that. I mean, I just don't want anything. Um, you know, again, it's probably what people are saying in chat, right? Risk versus reward. I just don't want yeah. the majority of the skills to have these like really fancy animations that look cool the first time you see them. And then when you're actually trying to play the game, you're like, dear Lord, why is this taking so long? Right. I want mm -hmm. something that feels flu. I think another way to describe it is feels fluid. So yes, you're going to have those bigger cast times that are more impactful when you're kind of like, you know, hiding out or, you know, further from the action. But I do feel like it's important once you're in the fray to have some things you can do that have, I would say, quick to medium animations, not anything that's super mm -hmm. long. I think one of the things that came up, you know, people had some feedback as they were showing um, footage of the alpha, the fireball for the mage. And the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, this is great, right? But then mm -hmm. kind of continuing to play with it, I'm like, okay, maybe this could, you know, we could shave off a, a second or two off of this so that it's not... It still has that animation, but it's not necessarily like you're just waiting for your guy to jump up and then jump down before a fireball goes. Uh, you know, mm. knowing that this is really early iteration, clearly, um, you know, so from from that perspective, I, I get it. But that's like an example for me, right? In current state, that I know they're going to fine tune later. Is I don't want to necessarily have like some of my core skills be really long animations unless I'm able to tune those with a risk versus reward type of choice. Hmm. Okay. Um, and I assume a good example would be like the teleportation spell where you have that animation to be instant and you would just go to a different location. Yeah. As well. Yeah. That's one example. Yeah. Again, I would say, you know, even if it's like a second, that's fine. Right. I'm not really concerned mm. about that. It isn't, Everything doesn't have to be instant. I actually have a problem with that, too, because um, then it kind of feels a little too frantic. I like kind of a balance. So to me, I would prefer more of a balanced type of gameplay where you've got some longer animations that might be more impactful that you need to think and strategize about and some shorter <laughs> ones you can quickly fire off while you're running. You know... I feel like we're, this was actually a point of conversation I wanted to make sure we hit on today because something I've talked about recently as well, and the idea of animations and animation locking, um, you all have a, you know, a, a problem with being stuck in an animation where you can't cancel it. Now, now look, here's the, I, I want to be really clear about this. I'm not talking, Hey, we should have animation canceling. Like you see in something like the Elder Scrolls Online, for example, um, to where like a skill is still going off and it's in its you know full capacity, but you've canceled that so you can do the next thing. Now animation canceling is in a lot of games. It's in a lot of games. It's been it's been in a lot of yeah. games for a long time, but it's very unique in the Elder Scrolls Online because it's a it's a very significant part of how uh, they are. Uh, a lot of theory crafters and a lot of builds are actually the revolving around animation canceling because you get more damage out of it. Some people don't get allowed into like, uh, you know, the top end uh, trials or raids in that game. If you're not, you know, parsing the right numbers and that definitely will play an impact. So there's that kind of animation canceling and how that plays into combat uh, elements and games. Right. And then there's the other kind like, uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> There's a game I played recently that some people in my community know exactly what I'm talking about. And I was sitting there going, I was a little frustrated. And, um, you know, you're getting locked into this animation and you're going and it's like, meanwhile, meanwhile, like you can't break the animation. You can't do anything about it. Very different than a cast, right? But you're stuck in it until it's done come hell or high water. And in combat, if you can't, you know, switch from what you're doing on the fly. Now, then it, to me, it's a bit of a problem. Like I've got to be able 
to uh, potentially roll dodge or potentially do something. Now I'm cool with the risk reward mentality. However, like if I'm maybe charging forward and I'm, you know, doing a swipe, maybe when I canceled it out, I didn't get a full swipe. So I only hit the targets that were in front of me for like, you know, I, I canceled it out as a, in the middle of my swipe animation. I hit three out of the five in front of me. I don't get credit for two. I get credit for three. You can even adjust the numbers. I don't know. But then I can actually work on mitigating or removing myself from a potential danger. That part of like <laughs> fluidity, that to me is fluidity in a lot of ways, along with the kind of fluidity you hit or you get from when you are jumping around and it just doesn't feel like, you know, the jumps are really awkward and, and choppy or whatever. I don't know. What do y'all think? Big, 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 big statement. I know it's like a whole lot of rambling, but definitely. I actually, somebody in chat um, really made a good point that I really like. Um, uh, Nox Icon 7. Um, he said, I like animation locks on multi-tick abilities with damage getting progressively uh, sorry, I lost it. Progressively higher with each tick. Um, this way, if you break it, you just miss the burst. So I, I do like that, and it's kind of what you were saying already, Sim. Um, is I like the idea of saying, okay, you you get something out of it, but you're not getting the entire reward of the ability if you cancel. And I would prefer a system like that um, that you know being fully locked into something, and you know obviously that leaves you very vulnerable. Um, but it also could be like a big reward or somebody could dodge roll away and then you're kind of hosed. So I would say I would like something where you do have the option to cancel, but with that cancellation, you, you lose a little bit of the effectiveness of the ability because you, you didn't go all the way. Yeah, I like that. I think that's a, that's a really fair point. I think that, you know, I mean, the theme is always, once again, always going to be risk versus reward, yeah. and I and I think that that animation canceling is so important when you do have this kind of skill shotted combat. I mean, keep in mind, Shroud did play the uh, the APOC. Shroud is going to be playing this game. I'm very yeah. nervous about skill shots in this game. Uh, if there's anybody <laughs> named Shroud anywhere, but the being able to cut it off, I think is is extremely important. I think you're going to have to do that because rooted skills always feel bad it just feels yeah. like you're button mashing and i know there's mm. we as mmo gamers are getting older that we're it's not you know this this lower gener this younger generation we're getting older so the tab targeted button mashing is much easier for us old geezers sometimes uh but but i think that this hybrid is going to be is going to be really effective and i think it's it's one of the best parts of this game yes i'm laughing i'm laughing because you said lower generation I was like, the younger generation <laughs> yeah younger i meant younger not lower <laughs> not lower you're down on the scale oh, hey man I've said worse things. Yeah, at least at least I'm not slow as you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh no, Chad. Don't go away. Don't go away with this. Don't say beneath. Not beneath. That's not what we meant. You know, the hybrid systems that have failed. What what have what have been some hybrid systems that have been like really good or just nah man? Bombed it. Have any examples? There's a lot of games I haven't played out there. I'm an MMORPG veteran, but there's a lot I haven't played. ESL yeah, I'm bomb. Gonna... <laughs> Chat. I'm going to ask, like, honestly, I agree with Miss because I played ESO yeah. Combat. I couldn't get into it. And I know there's some aspects of it that are really, really good. I'm not going to discount that. But just me personally, it wasn't my favorite um, in Ooh, terms of combat. Boy. Arctic said. The only, the only thing that I'm worried about in Ashes of Creation is the action combat in the targeting side when it comes to archery, mages, spell like spell attacks, and like fireballs and the aiming system. When when you shoot objects and the target is behind an object, or when he peeks, like peeks just a, like a little bit as you cast it, will that be blocked or not? Um, that's going to be a very tough design that they're going to try to fix. Because, for example, you have—I assume you guys know the game Overwatch—and and you had 
like one of the most fair, um, known abilities was Roadhog's hook. And if 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 you see the object and you hook it and he goes behind, you'll just teleport to another dimension. <laughs> yeah, that was a so I hated that. Uh, that that was that was like the most broken thing yeah. in existence for for a very, very long time. Yeah, that happened. But um and uh, like I want to see the 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 ranged attacks and ashes. I want to see how that will play. That that would be very interesting because um, it can be or it can break the game at this point since we have a lot of ranged characters. <laughs> Man, I, I hated that hook so much, dude. It triggered me so many mm. times. Like, are you kidding? That's about about how that happened. And then, like, you know, I'd mute my mic and say things I shouldn't say out loud. I was on a contenders league Overwatch team as a Roadhog main, so I'm feeling attacked right now, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of other characters out there, though. Truth, truth. But fluidity, man, fluidity is super important to me. Like, I, I totally agree with Bane on this. Like, it, it, having the ability to break it, even with a consequence, like especially with a consequence. Risk rewards uh, an element. It's one of the design pillars of this game, and. Mm -hmm. Risk ward means, you know, you make a choice and it's, you've got to break the, you know, maybe you've got to, you know, you're cycling through abilities and you've got a rotation. You've got to break that. Like, you know, you're going to miss out on something, but you know, what do you gain if you get it right? The key words, if you get it right, um, you know, and this is something I've, I will probably say over and over and over and over. Uh, but I, I love that this is not a stun locking game. And the reason that I love that it's not a stun locking mm -hmm. game is because I I don't like fights where it's just over really fast. I'm not saying let's fight, you know, for 10 minutes and then we're done or anything like that. I'm just saying I like it to last a few minutes, you know what I mean? I want to actually get through the fight. And one of the best experiences for me in combat, right, as a dedicated combatant myself going into some sort of, sort of PvP, if I go in there mm -hmm. and and it's me and this other person, and I've met this person on the battlefield before, we have fought. And sometimes it's me and sometimes it's them. And we're so close. It's that that is like where I thrive. It's fighting people that are right, just they challenge you. They're just as good as you or better. And when you fight them, it comes down to who effed up, who made the mistake first, or too many times they couldn't get back from it. Whether it was conservation of resources, whether it was, you know, the cooldown on an ability. Like to me, that is super gratifying. So when I fight somebody like that, and then one of us, like even if I lose, and it was like, damn man, they got me. They 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 got me on those three points. I made the mistakes. You know, you j I just can't help but whisper and be like, well, dude, well played. Like one of my best experiences was in Swotor and in PvP, and I would always run into this guy, the Sith dude, and we sometimes we just go off to the side and we just chat and hang out. It's like one of my favorite stories. You know, respect for your opponents, you know, because, you know, they it was well played and it wasn't they spammed, you know, this one ability a few times and you just couldn't do anything. So, yeah, uh, Ray Jedi says hotball. Hotball. <laughs> Dude, sidebar, sidebar on this. I was a Jedi guardian and uh, on my main and I would like I would rock that. I would rock that uh, that particular battleground arena right right because we jump in there and I'd have uh, one of my friends and I think the sage, I think is what it was called on, on the mm -hmm. right. The sage, couldn't the sage pull you, right? Yeah. The yes. sage could pull you and you would just mm -hmm. leap across. Dude. So I would, <laughs> and then the guardians had this ability. It was like, I can charge a friendly and I can buff them to reduce their damage and stuff. And then I take some of it, which is a pretty traditional ability. We've seen in a lot of games. Warriors have that ability in a lot of games too. And so, um, Anyway, I would like be like, go homie, go. And then I would like run up, they'd pull me, and then I would, you know, have another friendly up there, and I would like charge them. Then I would launch to an enemy to charge them, because there was also one where you could like charge the enemy. And then I'd do a 180, push them, knock them off the edge, walk over, be like, pop, cap that hut ball, do a little happy dance, get out of there before they all drop it on my face, because, you know, they were probably responding at that point, or usually you get at least one respawner. 
So, but it was a good time when you came across somebody that was like at your skill level and challenged you and you knew they won because they didn't miss out on that. It, it forces you to get better, to be better. And, uh, yeah, I could, I could, I could go on with stories about this all day, but <laughs> for me, that even had good fluidity. And uh, yeah, what, yeah. Are, what to you is a good example of fluidity in a combat scenario? I think I, exactly what you said is it for me. I mean, I remember the days of vanilla and two paladins fighting, and you could just like go back and forth, and thirty minutes would go by, and you're still back and forth. You know, in terms of that, that was fun, but it was also, you know, yeah, okay, this, I want to, I want to at least win or lose at some point, right? So to me, I, I don't want like, uh, what I've seen in some games, which is like, it's, you know, a few seconds and you're dead. There's no way you can get out of that. So I would like something that's a longer time to kill where you do have option to do tactics. Um, I, I think that's good too. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I would agree with you that that would be good for me to be able to kind of have that give and take and, and knowing that ashes isn't going to be balanced necessarily for one V one. It'll be interesting to see what the point and counterpoint is going to be in one V one. That's where I think a lot of people are expecting, okay, there's going to be a class that's always good at X, but I think the fun is going to be discovering how you can, you know, how you can, not address or you can address that meta that you know people have in their heads yeah the npc announcer talking trash on hot ball is so true man you're just like oh (laughs) (laughs) i guess what i don't want is something like new worlds um perception of pvp where if i get hit i would get i would have an animation for that hit (laughs) And for me, that was crazy because when I saw a chain of attacks from multiple people happen, I would just get stuck in that animation. (laughs) Just me trying to fall down to the ground 30 times, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I would rage that quit a game like that. That's like zero fluidity right there. But... um. If, you, if, we're, if we're talking about fluidity, I would want something that, um, like, I would be able to have a combo system where I would be able to attack multiple attacks, but at the same time, people are able to uncombo my attacks. Like, someone interrupts it midway. Um, just to have that counterplay going on rather than just uh one-sided most most of the time like if you're doing one chain of attacks i would have either a third party or the same dude has his own ability like a parry or something he would be able to stop my combos just like a mixed play right there but um, i don't know (laughs) absolutely and i think the the length of pvp in this game is going to feel really good these 30 seconds to 60 seconds to actually fight and actually kill someone unlike i remember guild wars 2 when it first came out there was some thief mechanic where it was a it was just a two-shot kill it was you press two buttons and then you would instantly kill somebody that's not fun for anybody they're just kind of going along that being said i think that the the fluidity at the end of the day you don't want gaps in your combat, in your quote-unquote rotation, whatever you're actually doing, when you're standing there waiting for things to come off cooldown, it always feels bad. Dude, I was watching, uh, someone linked me a video, and it was, uh, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was like really recent, and it's like this, I want to say it was, oh, it was the um, Elemental Shaman, I think? if I'm not mistaken in world of Warcraft right now, like apparently there's like a way to, I think pot and buff. And then they just like one tap people like jump. They were like running in, jumping in on people and just going, you yeah. can see like this, this like AOE. And then they just be like, pop, pop, pop. And you're just like, dude, like I'm praying the wrong grass. <laughs> like yeah. there's rock, paper, scissors. And then there's that rock, paper, shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, paper, shotgun. 
you know <laughs> indeed there was a there was a lot of uh mentioning of a modern approach to combat systems so i want to tie this into just game mechanics in a bit but first like what is that what does that modern approach mean i think that's such a it's such a such a relative term isn't it like what's a modern approach to to you like do you, do we completely disqualify tab target because it's been done for so long uh and we call that modern i think some people that's probably they're working uh you know that's the construct they're working with i think to other people it's a hybrid system to some it's strictly just how you know like someone had mentioned before like i would love a world of warcraft uh tab target system where things feel intuitive and and all that some people would be like yeah but that's not modern that's been done for 20 years no one wants to do that we're like well some people do but what's a modern combat system what do you all how do you conceptualize a modern system that's a big question and it's probably it's i i think exactly what ashes is going for at least in my opinion right trying to do something hybrid and configurable yeah that's that's to me is is modern right because in in games like wow right the combat is decent but there's no real way i would say right other than choosing a different skill or a different set of skills to really change the way you play whereas at least what we've heard so far from Intrepid is that you can use augmentations and other things to be able to change how a skill behaves. And to me, that's something new. That's something I haven't seen or played before in an MMO. Yeah, I mean, I think modern is kind of almost like a red herring of a word here. You know, it what is modern it's all been done before at the end of the day all of this has been done to some extent i think yeah. that ashes is pretty unapologetic about that and steven's very unapologetic about that he's like listen this thing's been done before it's been done in other games it's been done well i don't need to reinvent the wheel uh it's, it's the same everywhere. kind of question it is everywhere. it's like is it is a tesla a modern car yeah sort of but also four wheels and an engine and it goes <laughs> so Right. <laughs> it, it is kind of, it's a very vague saying modern is very yeah. vague because it's all been done before. Yeah, I mean even action has been mm -hmm. done for quite a while too. So if you know with that same, you know, definition, you could someone's like tab target's not I see it in chat. Tab target's not modern. Yeah, neither is action. I think I think modern is what they're doing, which is trying to find a middle ground between different play styles that works. I think trying to find a, the best practice they can possibly come up with so that it works and it, it feels fluid. It has all the things that we've been talking about and all of you that did contribute have been talking about a system that's intuitive, a system that's flexible, uh, a system that doesn't polarize in play styles, um, but doesn't necessarily bend so that it's only about one one demographic that's trying to play that game or to, to function in that capacity. Um, that's my, my two cents on it. Yeah. Um, so when you think about that whole idea of a modern approach, I also think a modern approach to combat systems isn't just the combat itself. I think it also ties into game mechanics, right? To, for me, for me, it does. And I think one thing that they're, you know, I had this, I, I was talking about this. I'm going to share this point right here. And I just, I really want to get your feedback. Yeah. You know, they talked about how, um, now we knew, we knew a long time ago, right? 40 man raid groups. Oh shit. Okay. 40 man raid group. All right. I, I can dig it. Right. No add-ons solid. I can dig that too. I'm good with it. Why? Cause that means that people have to pay attention to the mechanics. They have to be cautious about things going on. Um, we, how are you going to know how, how somebody died? I mean, they're going to, take it to the face and then they get popped and they're right there on the ground and say no but let's look at this idea of combat and game mechanics so i think i have an idea and i was talking about this with my own community the other day and i was like putting together ideas and i was like i think based on what i keep hearing about and a lot of the q a's it, okay here's what i think they're going for and i don't know if it's by <laughs> 
choice. But I remember one of my favorite times playing an MMORPG. I came back to World of Warcraft and I was playing Wrath of the Lich King and it was when the Ulduar patch had launched. And granted, when I started doing Ulduar, like that was like me jumping back into it. But there was this thing that was so cool about it. And it was very similar in my mind to how I see they're going. They keep talking about the further. What's what makes it competitive for a PVE player in a game where there's PVP? What makes it competitive? I think raids make it super competitive. And I think the approach they're going is one I freaking love. Ulduar. How did you progress in Ulduar? You had a 10 and a 25, right? You had normal and you had what, friends? Hard modes. You had hard modes. What made it a hard mm-hmm. mode? You had to kill them under different... You had to kill the bosses under different circumstances. Now let's use the example of Ulduar in Wrath of the Lich King. For those of you who don't know, I'm going to explain it a little bit because this is freaking awesome to me. And I 100% want to want to get some feedback from Steven when he comes on the show here in, a, what, three weeks or something like that or whatever it is. I want to... This is one of the questions I'm for sure going to ask him about. And... It seems like we're getting something like Ulduar where, you know, you go in, you got your normal or whatever, but but no, 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 no. Ashes of Creation, what have they said? You start out, you kill the boss, and de- depending on how you kill that boss moving forward, we'll then kind of gauge like how difficult that's going to get and then so on and so forth the further in you get. So what's going to make you able to get the next boss? Well, in my mind, like I, we've got to gear up. <laughs> A little bit more, which means we're coming back regularly, weekly, hopefully with lockouts. I prefer lockouts. Don't don't hate me, people. I actually do like that. Um, but hopefully with like a lockout towards like you kill a boss, you come back next week, however far you got that week. Cool. If you can't get further, you got to keep at it until you gear up enough or you figure out a way. And there's a lot of ways we gear up in Ashes and crafting is a big component of that. So it ties a lot of meaningfulness in to crafting. Anyway, back on point. You, the further you go in, the more difficult the bosses get, which means it's going to be tough, that last boss. Now, in Ulduar, the hard modes were you would have to kill the boss under certain circumstances in order to you know to get the achievement for doing the hard mode, etc. But some bosses later, you couldn't get to them unless you did a hard mode. Specifically, let's look at the end boss, right? Yogg-Saron, right? So how did you kill Yogg? The ultimate achievement was what i think it's zero lights if i'm not mistaken right where you you in that the one or is it the is it a different version it's been a long time anyway what i mean by lights are there's different like guardians or uh, bosses within there that you could or couldn't leave up essentially and that would then impact the mechanics and the difficulty of that final boss so it how you would kill the bosses along the way determined different types of difficulty further in. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm seeing similarities there, but 40 man. That sounds like that was like a time frame. Now it's not gonna be the same as hard modes. At least I don't think based on what we know so far, just diff- more difficult, but man, I would love it if it was something like that The idea of like maybe certain mechanics now exist because of some additional difficulty level. And you've got to surpass that. Like, I mean, it would be even more cool if depending on how quick or under whatever conditions you defeated the first boss the next one's mechanics might be slightly different it has been done before so yeah what do you guys think about that i know it's just kind of going on but that's where i'm at in my head so far about it all didn't, yeah. didn't you tie that with the environmental systems that ashes are planning to make could do that, yeah. question mark yeah you could yeah yeah, it's just going to it's just, you're just going to change the patterns or just like add uh, to attacks or so. Just like yeah. super cool. I putting think. it simple. Yeah, yeah, that or what nodes? I mean, I think they talked about this before. Like what nodes have been progressed, right? If you have like a certain like science node up, that might give a certain ability to you know a boss, right? That you wouldn't have. And I like the fact that at least aspirationally, right? What Steven had mentioned is week on week, you're not going to necessarily get the same exact encounter. And I like that. 
Um, and I think it's going to force people to really be focused and dedicated versus, you know, the way we're seeing it in some MMOs right now is, oh, you're do this, doing the same thing over and over. People get bored. People mess around. People don't pay attention. Right. It's that kind of mentality that I'm hoping this, you know, everything is going to be slightly different each time. It's going to help change because it just gets people more engaged. And when they're engaged, they play in a more focused way. And I, I think that's more fun, right? Because then you're all working towards a common goal. And it's not just about, oh, the same boring boss that we did, you know, a hundred times last week, we're going to have to do again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, it was such a satisfying experience to finally get a boss down that was just wrecking you. You finally get that boss down, man. And then you're like, all right, next one. And now we've got this additional layer of difficulty and it was based on the mechanics. And that's something even back in the day they talked about, like the raids. It's not going to be just about your numbers. It's going to be about the mechanics, you know. And that to me is uh, I would, stuff. I would love if if I would basically beat the first boss and I meet the second boss, and it's exactly like the first boss, but it was green. <laughs> 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 Like, what? Uh, you get a goblin of the gray variation, and then you, you move so forward, you get a green gobby. You get a green gobby. <laughs> oh, justice? Or something? Not of justice, though. That's just a horrible way to incorporate. Yeah, let's retract my previous statement. Hammers down. Hammers down, not up. Down. <laughs> Turn off the torches. Turn off the torches. No! Man. But, man, that would be some big brain shit, man. Because it's not a reinventing the wheel. But if you took the approach of, like, old... I missed... Like, we didn't get stuff like Old War after that either. No, we did not. It was a damn shame. I loved it. I thought that was a great... You had so many reasons to go back in there. And it was a big-ass raid, too. Mm -hmm. And you weren't mm -hmm. doing that one day. Even if you had it on, like, farm. You could, but you were in there for a minute. And also had some of the best looking armor in the game oh, too, yeah, at least for a, from a paladin's perspective. The but, swords yeah. and stuff, yeah, yeah, super cool titles like you get the Algalon, the Observer, and all that stuff, yeah. But things like that, man, that that's what makes makes this for a good time. I think a really good time, mm -hmm. a really good challenge. I've never mm -hmm. been a fan of like the whole normal, like the raid finder, the normal, the heroic, the the mythic. You end up you end up just skipping some tiers of difficulty at that point depending on how you gear up, which is unfortunate, but I like to keep it simple. Which is unfortunate indeed. Yeah. But like speaking of modern, there's there's two ways to look at it. Um, it's either refining systems or completely new innovations. But making a new innovations um, takes, first of all, time and creativity, which is very hard to do when you have a lot of MMORPGs with different systems and different mechanics and different bosses and different animations and all those things. Mm -hmm. Like the only way I think if they wanted to go to the innovation route is maybe go VR. But that's that, that's a crazy idea right there. Just, I mean, Man. that's even absurd. <laughs> um. But um, well, when it comes to refining systems, um, you just need to mix and match, technically, to get the best systems out of everything from the past, or improve rather than innovate. Like, if you have a combat system, you would make it a little bit better or more refined. Since you already seen what bad there was. <laughs> so I, I just I have to note something really important. This is another, you know, different sidebar, but Faisal, usually you're like you're lower by now. You're sitting on a chair today, you're not on the floor. I mean, I mean yeah, I have this chair. It doesn't work, man. Wow, man. This is as low as I can go. It's either that or I can lift the camera like this. Okay. I mean that yeah, I mean that that works, man. That's good. I like it. I like it, man. I can appreciate your dedication to the 
to the uh, you know production <laughs> here. It's definitely <laughs> appreciated. I'm pulling off a sneaky this time. It's fine. <laughs> so here, here's what I'd like to get some feedback on for the end of the show. Uh, as we as we move on into episode 98 next week, I think this could be a really fun time. Let's talk about some of the best encounters. What made a really good raid encounter? What made a really good raid experience for all of you? And of course, if you're you know, listening or watching later, feel free to drop your ideas in too. We always love to to collect those and to share those and explore some of those. And that's how we have some really great conversations here on the show. And uh, with that being said, right, you can call into this show at one five three nine six six four six eight zero one. Right, you can join us on Twitter at Ashes Pathfinder. You can shoot us some mail to read here live at ashespathfinders at gmail.com and also you know catch us live here 5 p.m cdt on sundays and with that being said let's let fane go on ahead and let everybody listening watching know your domains where you reign where they can find you so guys you can find me uh pretty much everywhere twitter instagram youtube and here on twitch at its fane those are my Everything's I make it simple for you. Reach out, connect. I uh, love to talk to you all. Outstanding. And thanks for joining us. And Faisal. You guys can find me on Twitch as Faisal108 and on Twitter as Bagel108. <laughs> and Daedalus. I uh, can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Ashen Herald. Much love. What a great show. Now, this might be the end of today's show. But in closing, I just want to remind all of you, whether you listen to the podcast, watch it on YouTube, or you catch us here live on Twitch, you are also an Ashes Pathfinder. We're super stoked to be able to share in this journey with all of you. Much love, friends, and much love to Intrepid Studios. We're working on the game that we are all waiting for. Until next week, you all stay safe, take care of yourselves, and we will see you again right here next time. Farewell, friends. See everyone.